Hello, and welcome to At Home with Ashley G. I'm Ashley Gronwald, a real estate agent, mother of three, living in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband, Jed. I hope you will join me as we discuss all things that begin in the home, such as family, marriage, faith, parenting, organizing, and plus a sprinkle of real estate. I look forward to building a community with you as we navigate the joys of owning a home and making it our safe haven for our family, because home is where it all begins. It's Ashley Gronwald, and I am excited to talk to you about a topic that keeps coming up and is so relevant to our current market that I wanted to share it with you today. Why contingent offers are not effective in our current market. So mo more common in a buyer's market were contingent offers, which meant you're offering on a home to purchase with the contingency that you had to sell your home in order to buy it. But that's a buyer's market and we do not currently sit in a buyer's market. We're in a seller's market. And what all that means is that there's more buyers than there are homes to meet the demand of buyers. So that means there's a lack of inventory. So it puts the sellers in the driver's seat. I hope that that makes sense. That's all a seller's market means is that there's not enough homes to meet the demand of buyers, which creates competition and it drives prices up. And so when you're competing, you have to be attractive for a seller to consider you as a buyer. And I will give you a couple of testimonial stories of what the current market looks like. And the last thing you want working against you is to have a home that you have to sell. Now, some of my clients are in that boat and it can be very discouraging because they feel like, well, how do we sell and buy if we have to sell first? How do we do all of this? And so that's why I want to talk you through some, some different ideas and strategies to think through to make this possible for you and your family, because it's a real reality. But I will say if you're competing and you're competing against a buyer who doesn't have a home to sell, they're going to be looked at with much more favor and attention than you would if you have a home that you have to sell. So let's start off with just like the definition of contingent. It's a, it's a confusing term in our market. So when a house says, if it's listed in the MLS, it says it's contingent status. So the status is switched from an active status to contingent, or you see a sign when you drive by a home that says contingent. That does not mean that it's contingent upon the buyer selling their home, as you might think. It just means that it's under contract, that it's pending. The word contingent and pending in our current real estate market essentially mean the same thing. So if you see contingent or pending, all that it means is it is under contract. And I hate that confusing term that we have these two terms that mean the same thing, but don't really, um, because it, it causes a lot of confusion. So if you see the word contingent or pending, it means the same. It does not mean that the buyer has a home to sell. So just want to clarify that first. So one of my clients, Erica, reached out to me because she's in the process of thinking about buying and selling and just stumbled across some conversations that were happening on uh, Facebook about contingencies and offering in our current market and what that looked like. So I want to share with you our dialogue. Essentially, she said, Ashley, I'm seeing some people say that they had a hard time getting a contingent offer accepted. And my answer was, yes, that is correct. We do not really see contingent offers in our current seller's market anymore. We just don't. That's why it is so important to know if you can buy a home without selling because sellers do not want to take an offer from a buyer that has a home to sell because it becomes a domino transaction. You know what that means, right? 
if the buyer who is offered on a home loses the buyer on their house, then a domino affects the whole transaction to multiple properties. And so it's just a risk that most sellers are not willing to take because they don't have to. In a buyer's market, they have to because they're not in high demand and there isn't competition, but that is in our market. Our market is a seller's market, high, high competition, high demand. And so you wanna know early in the process, could you buy without selling? Cause that's the first obstacle. So I would get with your lender and ask them technically on paper, do you qualify to buy without selling? And I'll tell you the vast majority of time, my clients are surprised, but they can actually buy without selling. And that will help you significantly when it comes time to putting an offer on a on a property. So that's the first question is asking your lender, could you? Now I know that you don't want to buy without selling. And I know that you don't like the thought of having two properties or two mortgage payments, but let me talk you through those things to make you realize that you probably won't end up having a overlap month of mortgage payment on two properties. Okay. So hang with me and trust me on that. I just had a buyer win in multiple offers this weekend paying $10,000 over list price with a 5,000 due diligence fee, which is non-refundable unless they buy the house. And they were one of 11 buyers, but they did not have a home to sell. So can you imagine we were that competitive, 10,000 over the list price, $5,000 non-refundable deposit to the seller. And we were one of 11 buyers. The thing that set us apart, probably more than maybe the price or the due diligence was the fact that we didn't have a home to sell. A buyer who has a home to sell, it takes them out of the game. It does not allow you to be as competitive. The best way to do this is think of yourself as a seller. And most of you are gonna be a seller if you're in this situation. So would you take an offer that was contingent upon them selling a home that they had? Probably not, especially if you didn't have to, if you had multiple buyers to choose from. And in our market, that's generally the case. So you've got to keep that in mind. The other thing my friend Erica said was some people say sellers want to know your house is already under contract. Again, this is true. If you have a home to sell and you have to sell it, you do not qualify to buy without selling. The next best option is to already have your home under contract. Now, why? Well, because the unknown of how long it might take to sell or whether you overpriced your home or whether you have a good agent that's going to help you sell it fast and get a strong qualified buyer, those risks are removed. There's still the risk that the buyer could walk away and affect the transaction in a domino way. But if it's already under contract, some of those obstacles are eliminated. Now, if you're in multiple offers, I don't know that a seller is going to consider yours, even if it is already under contract, because again, it's still a domino transaction. But this at the very least would be better than to not even have your home on the market or on the market without a contract on it. But always the seller's preference is going to be that there's absolutely no connection between the two properties because they do not want to be a part of a domino transaction. They want buyers that can buy without selling. So the best thing for you to do is to either have it under contract and they still may choose another buyer or another option is to talk to your lender about a HELOC. Have you heard that term HELOC? Home equity line of credit. HELOC. This is where you can pull the equity out of your current home because most of your down payments are in the equity of your current home to put towards the down payment on your new home. I have a lot of my families doing that right now because they do qualify to buy without selling, but all of their money's wrapped up in their house. So what do they do in that situation? They get a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, pull the money out, put it towards the down payment of their new home, close on that home, and then they close on their current home. So this is an option again. If this is flying over 
your head, please let me know, text me, call me, email me, we'll set up a time and I can walk you through this and help break it down. It really sounds more complicated than it is. But at the end of the day, essentially, it's allowing you to pull money from your home so that you can use it for a down payment on your new home. If that's the obstacle keeping you back from buying prior to selling. So again, my friend asked me, so some people said to go ahead and list and sell and hope to rent back from buyers. So you could, that that could be an option, but you have to be cautious because you're not going to be able to rent back for a long period of time because the buyer buying your home has a loan where most likely they are required to have intention of moving in within 60 days after closing. So you're not going to be able to rent back for a significant period of time. So if you're confident you're going to find a home in that amount of time and the buyer's willing to let you do that, that is a creative option that we would work with you to make happen. Um, But I will say that some buyers are not willing to close on a home to rent it back to you that could make them feel uncomfortable with the liability or the fact that now they're they have tenants in their home and so you could I don't I wouldn't depend on that but that's definitely a tool that we could use or try to use if you wanted the option of closing so you have the cash in the bank but giving you some time to offer and close on a new property once that money is in your bank so renting back from a buyer after closing is definitely an option you just don't want to depend on that because not all buyers are going to be comfortable with that. So she goes on to say, that sounds really stressful. And maybe it's just not a hundred percent guaranteed that a buyer is going to be willing to let you do that. So you just can't depend on it. So she said, well, some are suggesting at least going ahead and having the house ready and pictures taken so you can list it for sale immediately. Okay. This is another option, I would say, but still it's not enough if you're competing in a multiple offer situation and other buyers don't have a home to sell or their home is already under contract because you're behind the eight ball. Your home might be ready to be listed because you've already done all the prep to get it ready. You've got your pictures. It just hasn't been listed or it's been listed as a coming soon. Again, better, but just not best. Again, best is you don't have a home associated with the purchase at all. The second best is your home is already under contract. This would be the next option where your house is ready to be listed. So you can give the seller confidence that it's not going to be weeks before you list it. But too much risk for the seller in our market, the sellers are in in the driver's seat. So right now they just don't have to take that type of risk of wondering how well you priced your home and how quick it's going to sell. And if the buyer that you get it under contract with is actually qualified and it's going to be able to perform to get to the closing table. So there's just so much risk associated with this that it leaves sellers not confident in taking offers with homes that need to be sold. Just like when we sell your home, I would discourage you from taking an offer from a buyer who has a home to sell because if their buyer walks away, then you will most likely want to walk away and lose money from the home you are under contract on. So again, it just has too much of a domino effect that in our market, we just are not seeing it happen frequently. However, if the home you're buying has been on the market a while, you will have more leverage. But if you are competing, you have a very slim chance of winning if you have a home you have to sell in order to qualify. So in our market, anything really over two weeks is considered a while. So if you find a home that you like that's been on the market for two weeks and there's no other offers and you're not competing, you might be able to offer telling them that you have a home to sell and not even have it on the market, maybe not even have it under contract yet. So that situation allows you to have more leverage. But as soon as you're in a competition situation, situation, you're very, it's very unlikely that a seller is going to choose you 
over a buyer who does not have a home to sell. I hope that makes sense. I mean, again, the best thing you can do is put yourself in the seller's shoes. Would you take that risk knowing that you might be losing money because you have to walk away from the house you had offered on because your buyer walked away? It just becomes too stressful and too unknown. And so many sellers are not willing to take that type of risk. So again, it's important to ask your lender if you can technically buy without selling. We talked about that at the beginning, even if that makes you uncomfortable. And I always ask my, my buyers that question when they're thinking of selling and buying at the same time is, I know you don't want to to buy without selling, but I need to know if technically you have to. And this is why in the offer to purchase, the new edition, the newest edition of our offer to purchase in North Carolina, it asks a simple question. Does the seller have to sell property in order to purchase this home? And if you do, I have to check that little box. And that little box is pretty much the thing that will keep you from getting a house if you're in a multiple offer situation because a seller doesn't want that situation. But if you don't have to sell, we check the box that says, no, you do not have to sell a property. That doesn't mean we make every effort to get your home listed under contract and closed in a timely manner. It just means that you are not tied to that property to qualify to purchase. And that's what a seller needs to know. And you have to remember that my track record and hopefully the agent you choose to work with has a similar track record of selling homes very quickly. And so I can give my sellers the confidence that if you do everything that we recommend from my staging consultation team and our pricing analysis, if you follow our advice to list your home properly prepared and priced, then you should sell it very quickly and know that we could probably time the sale of your current home to your new home to where you could maybe even close the same day. But again, that it is helpful if you've already done all your homework, all that prep work, whether that's decluttering, painting, cleaning or replacing carpets, putting fresh mulch out, flowers, doing the things that you need to do to get the house ready so that you're not scrambling when you do find a home you like. So if you're thinking about doing this, I would recommend let's set up a consultation with my stager to walk through your home to have a punch list of things you need to do to get your house ready so that when the time comes, you've either already knocked all that out and we can be ready to go, or you have an idea of how long the time it's going to take you to get that stuff ready once you find a home. Again, my friend asks, so what's your experience and recommendation for how ready we should be? And again, I would say, well, first we have to find out, can you buy without selling? And that's, that answer is going to change my suggestion. But let's say you have to, to sell in order to buy. Well, then do everything to get the house ready. And we can even take pictures with our photographer so that the house is ready to be listed at an instant. You've done all of your prep work. The pictures have been taken. The listing just needs to be submitted and ready for showings to happen immediately. And then once you find a home that you love, we go under contract on that and we can list your home and we can let that agent know that we're going to have it up and on the market within hours, or maybe we can put it up right away. So I think it is valuable to have it all ready to go so that we can try to time it to simultaneously close. And that way you don't have two mortgage payments. The thing that you have to remember is that time is of the essence. And so if it's going to take you a week to declutter, paint, clean carpets, power wash, and mulch, that's going to delay our time with getting your house on the market under contract into the closing table. Because most of the time, closings are about 30 days. And so if we lose a week of that prepping your home, it's, it could delay our ability to time those two transactions 
from happening simultaneously. But we do it all the time. So I really would encourage you to consider that. I had a, um, a buyer seller in the same situation. So we did everything to get the house ready, took professional pictures so that if they found something, we could list it immediately. Now they didn't have to sell their home, but they just wanted it to be simultaneous to keep it to one move for their family and to eliminate the possibility of multiple mortgage payments doubled up. Now for them, they went and found a new construction home site that they loved. And so they're going to build a home and it's going to take them about 10 months. Now we did everything to get the house ready. So that's all done, but we won't list it for probably about nine months. And then they'll close simultaneously, move one time and there will be no double mortgage payment. So they did all their hard work early, didn't know that they were going to end up with new construction, but that's another option, you know, to consider um, when you're thinking through the simultaneous close for sure. So another thing to think about. My friend said, now things are gonna get a little trickier and more complicated because we have to squeeze an office into our bedroom and then a crib into the guest bedroom. Should we try to get pictures before all of that? That's a really good question too. Again, she's just trying to plan for, we haven't found a house we like yet, but we're actively looking. We don't wanna list our home and be homeless. So what do you do in this limbo? And that's where we want it. We'll have to be cognizant of the fact that this timeline is tricky and be adaptable. And it's going to be a little stressful, but we can make it happen, happen because we really want the pictures to reflect what the buyer's actually going to see for a showing. So we would want the house to be completely show ready where we would not want a desk in the bedroom because it advertises there's not enough room and that the house is too small and the sellers have outgrown it. But what we would do is we would list our home, get it under contract in a weekend, most likely. So so we would just ask that the that you go stay with friends for a weekend or go somewhere fun together for a weekend getaway so we have full access to the house in the same way it was presented in the pictures. So there would not be an office in the bedroom. We would want it set up just the way the pictures presented and sell it over the weekend, come back and you can move all the furniture back the way you need to. It's just for the showings that in the pictures that we need it to show as big as possible and as functional as possible. I just sold a house this weekend in multiple offers and the one offer was great. It was over our list price, but they had a home to sell. It was under contract, which again, I told you is the second best option, but still there's there's still a chance that that buyer would walk away and we would be back to square one. So we went with another offer. So just don't assume that because your house is under contract, you're going to get a, get a chance to be the winning bidder. Um, you, you've really got to be aware that a seller might not be willing to take that risk, especially if they don't have to. And the other thing I would tell you, it is so much easier on your family if you are not home or not living in your house while we're trying to sell it. It is so hard to maintain a meticulous home when we are trying to, to get it sold. And so if you can, like I said, either go away for a weekend or ideally move out, it's easier for agents to show it and it's easier for buyers to see it at their convenience, but also for them to see it as a, a vacant home versus one that is being lived in. Unfortunately for buyers, they get tripped up by your furniture and your personal belongings. And it can even start to feel smaller if you have too much furniture. So it's better for you if the home is empty um, and it's better for the buyer. So we find that homes that are empty, vacant, but staged with our team sell for two to 10% more than an occupied home. So 
it's definitely something that you want to consider. That's money in your pocket that you don't want to miss out on. So if you can think through those options, whether it's to go away for a weekend with friends, family, or stay with a friend, or ideally to have the home completely empty and staged, those are those would be your best options. So let me just recap all that we've talked about because it's been a lot. And again, it's, it sounds like maybe more complicated than it is. I don't want you to feel discouraged thinking that if you do have to sell to buy that you're never going to be able to buy, but we'll just have to maybe get creative. Now, one option that might not sound good at all is that you go ahead and sell your home and then you find a temporary housing situation until you find a new home that you want to buy. I know that's not ideal, especially with children, school, all of those things that can make that really challenging. But if you want to be the most competitive buyer in a very competitive seller's market, having your home sold and the cash in the bank gives you the best leverage to do that. The most ideal scenario, if you can buy without selling, is to put a contract on a new home, then during the 30-day period until closing, get your house ready to sell, move out into your new home, and then list your home a week or so after closing. We'll have a contract fast, I told you. My average days on market is under seven days, and we'll have closing in 30-ish days. So that way you don't have two mortgage payments on any given month. Remember I told you that if you sell quickly, you shouldn't have a double mortgage payment because if you remember when you bought your home, you skip the entire next month for a mortgage payment. So for example, if you close in July, you won't make a house payment until September. So we would have a chance to get your home listed under contract and closed before you had to pay a house payment on the new house. A lot of my buyer seller combos forget that since it's been a few years since you bought your home. So remember, if you close any month, you skip the entire next month and your first payment isn't until the following month. So that gives me plenty of time to get your house listed under contract and closed so you don't have a double payment. So if you do qualify to buy without selling, don't be alarmed that you're gonna be making multiple mortgage payments. I have had family after family do this and they have not had a double mortgage payment. There's always a possibility, but most of my sellers say, we could afford one or two months of double payment. And I say, you're not gonna to have to do that for one or two months, we should be fine as long as you are willing to be proactive with getting the staging consultation done, working on your homework checklist to get your house ready, actively pursuing homes that you are interested in purchasing so that we can try to time them very close proximity. And that will make you a more competitive buyer, but also a less stressed seller if we can do it that way. So I know we covered a ton of information. Um, I hope it was clear and it made sense to you. If you have questions for me, please reach out. would love to answer them and clarify anything that I said that might not be clear. But overall, in our competitive sellers market, we're just not seeing contingencies accepted because sellers don't have to. Um, the new offer to purchase has really made this, the contingent sale addendum obsolete to where all now it is a disclosure in the offer to purchase of whether you have a home you have to sell to qualify to buy the new house. So you're disclosing that up front. And I want to make sure that if that is not a necessary disclosure, that you're not disclosing it to put you out of the competitiveness of your offer when you find a home you love. So I hope you will call me, text me, email me, let me know when and what 
type of timeline you're looking at, what questions you have, what I can clarify for you with this. But I will tell you, I do this time and time again with my buyers and sellers. They are in the same situation and we work through it and are able to successfully get them into a new home without um, the burden of multiple mortgage payments. But the biggest trick right now is being accepted in a multiple offer situation. So get your personal letter written, be um, preparing your home to get it ready to sell. And then if you're willing, either get it sold and consider temporary housing or have it ready to go to list if you did find something that maybe had been on the market for over two weeks or so that you have some leverage to get the seller to consider you even though you have a home to sell. So lots of things to consider. Um, reach out to me if you have questions. Um, I'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend. Subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home where it all begins.